Welcome to Inspired Chi Radio with your hosts, A.J. Johnsack and Tracy Sanginetti. In this program, we explore what makes you a powerful soul by learning to connect with your guides and master your own energy. It's time once and for all to get rid of the obstacles in your life that are keeping you from being the true soul you are meant to be. Now, here are your hosts, Tracy and AJ. Hello, and welcome to Inspired Chi Radio. I am AJ Johnzak. And I'm Tracy Sanginetti. And together we are Inspired Inspired Chi. What a great... uh, experience this has been for us so far and um, we're glad to be here on episode two but we want to talk about episode one from last week. Last week's guest was Nick Johnzak, uh, creative visionary and tarot card uh, reader extraordinaire. Uh, Tracy I'm still marveling at learning so much about the history of tarot and you as a practitioner a tarot reader all of that comes second nature to you, but I have to tell you, it was fascinating. It was very fascinating to hear not just the history from Nick's perspective, some of his journey and how he used tarot on, on the stage, actually, and some mm-hmm. of the things that happens in his readings. He was also kind enough to lend us a donation gift away that we do weekly here at the show, and that was presented to one lucky winner. Check that out on our social media page, so thank you, Nick, for that. And if you wanted to check out that episode with Nick in that interview, AKA our inaugural episode. It is now posted at Voice America and also on our site that you can catch that replay from our library. It's definitely one of those subjects that I think uh, is very interesting to a lot of people. And there's always so much to learn. It's never, you're never done with that subject. You're never hopefully done with learning in general, but there's so much to learn about the tarot. And I know on upcoming episodes, we're going to be speaking about that in greater detail. Absolutely. And there's definitely an art to it. And each person's perspective and their journey around it is the same as each client that comes to you with their different story. Well, the fact that you just said it's a different story, because both you and Nick spoke about how it's a language, it's a story being told to you, one card building on the other. And I don't think I've looked at it that way before. Uh, But of course, it tells a story. And of course, it takes you from one Uh, part of the experience or one part of your journey to another. So absolutely fascinating. And I was very glad and uh, enthralled to just kind of be a a fly on the wall as you two discuss that in such great detail. So thanks so very much. I was very happy to do that. I could talk to Nick for hours, as you well know, (laughs) as I well have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he is charming. (laughs) So he's he's always interesting. And speaking of interesting, we have another very interesting person with us uh, for episode two, for this week's episode. And we are very happy to introduce to our audience this week, Greg Campisi. Uh, Greg is the founder of the Awakened Center for Human Evolution based in Bucks County in southeastern Pennsylvania. And Greg is someone that has brought together quite a collection of uh, healers and energy workers and in his center through his center he has a fascinating story to talk about uh, sharing his journey from where he started to uh, where he's going in the future so we're very excited to collaborate with Greg through some of his endeavors uh, 
by way of the Awakened Center, but we're really excited to have him here this week and have him share his story. So welcome, Greg. Good evening. Welcome, Greg, to our show. So, Greg, we're gonna, uh, we have a few questions for you, and I always like to begin by talking about when you first became aware of a calling to the spiritual world, because so many of us, of course, are, are not raised in that kind of open environment or one-on-one connection with the divine. So many of us are raised in a, in a much more traditional, religious, rather than spiritual home. So if you, if you don't mind sharing, what was your first aware, awareness of a calling to spirituality? Yeah, always, always a good place to start in question. And, um, and thank you for having me. It's, it's exciting to be here and to, to have these conversations. Um, and it's, it's um, with a lot of spiritual people, the, it's always fun hearing the journeys. And, and mine, mine's a fun little journey as well. Um, and what I would say is growing up, I was always just very open to things. You know, I, I had interest in psychics and ghosts and aliens and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I was raised Catholic, like, like so many of us are, um, went to church, you know, every Sunday when I was younger until I, I didn't, I wasn't forced to go anymore. And then I kind of stopped going because I, I never really got much out of it in, and I didn't know where to go. And, but it, it wasn't until I turned 30, it was, it was right after my 30th birthday and such, such a fun little story because what happened was I met a girl. It was all because of a girl. <laughs> it always is, Greg. <laughs> right? Um, and it was uh, my high school friend was getting married, and his soon-to-be wife, her college friend, uh, was in the wedding, and she was the only single person in the wedding party, and I was the only single guy on my side in the wedding party. And that's how it all started. And and um, she even blew me off at first, and then we ended up getting together and dating for a couple of years. And that, that is what started everything and really blew me open because she was very gifted. Her whole family was very gifted. Her mom was very gifted. Uh, she, they had a whole library at home of all these books and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, and it was funny cause I remember like having these conversations with her when we first met and I think she was waiting for me to just walk away and be like, this girl's crazy, you know, because she's talking about <laughs> spirituality, connected with ghosts and all this kind of stuff and, and all these gifts and, and all this. And I'm just like, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. I was just totally eating it up because I, I believed in all that stuff. I just, um, you know, and I, I had been to a couple psychics here and there, but I just, I never delved into that world from a spiritual perspective. And just for whatever reason, it never dawned on me to, you know, quote, seek a spiritual path. And I think that's what happens to a lot of us is, the path finds us, you know, and yes. it's also a matter of just timing. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's, it's no coincidence either that I feel like this happened at 30, you know, like that number, that, that um, special time, you know, in, in my years. And so what happened was um, her mom would hold little group sessions where she would channel information. We would meditate um, and we would actually get like homework and, and really start looking at, at our shit <laughs> and looking yeah. at the issues that we have and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I say I was thrown in to the deep end, you know, it was, it wasn't just like a little here and there and like, Oh, let me look at this and look at that. I was thrown right in full blast with, with her and her family. And then on top of that, you know, I started picking out some books and I, I, the first book I grabbed was conversations with God and, it just blew me wide open. And I read that book 
and well, I read all three, you know, the, the first three, but I mean, just reading that first book, it blew me open. And I, and I was just like, what, like, why is it the entire world reading this book and understanding that this is what life really is supposed to be and not all this insanity that we're doing, mm-hmm. you know? So that's mm-hmm. what got me going. That that's was my first step on my, my spiritual path. And then when, when I broke up with her, I was left with this hole and it's like, what do I do now? Because, you know, this is 15 years ago. We didn't have meetups, you know, around the corner everywhere. Like now there's, there's spiritual meetups left and right. But 15 years ago, there really wasn't any. Um, but, but I did use meetup. I was looking for just a place to, to meditate and to continue some kind of journey. Um, and I found a place. And it's, it's funny because they were, they were very Christian, but also very new age and into meditating and, and the light within and all this kind of stuff. But they were a little hardcore. Um, so it it served its purpose, absolutely served its purpose. And, um, but I also had to step back from them and continue in other ways. You know, it's funny, Greg, that you use the expression served its purpose because Tracy and I were literally speaking about that just this morning, (laughs) talking about how many of us, when we were on this path, we're, we become really enthused about, oh, now we we've heard of this teacher or this modality now we're pursuing this, we're pursuing that, and we're doing so much work on ourselves, sometimes from many different angles at once. And you can certainly reach a point where you go, okay, enough, I need to take a little bit of a step back. I am now on spiritual overload, and now I'm not absorbing any of it. And I I need to uh, kind of just take a step back. It doesn't mean we're not going further, but I think sometimes we get excited on this path and we're not incorporating everything perhaps as, as well as we should. Yeah. I think integration is a good word. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you and used found, it first. So great. Great for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I found there, there's an ebb and flow because um, you, I, I think that you can be doing too much of something, even, even something good. You know, if, if you're, if you're meditating too much of your day and kind of ignoring the world around you, you know, like that, isn't necessarily after a while a positive thing or, or what's really going to help you progress. Um, so I do think there is that ebb and flow and that, you know, we jump into certain things and then we have to kind of leave them behind and try something new. And you might even end up coming back to something and it's just feeling your way into what's right in the moment for your growth. Cause it's, it shouldn't be something separate from us. Our, our, our spirituality isn't something we just practice at um, with, all respect given to all anybody who practices a formal religion, what regardless of the setting, whether it's a, a church, a synagogue, a mosque, a meeting house, a, a, a whatever it happens to be. But our spirituality should not be confined to something we practice once an hour during the week. Our spirituality, when we're truly living it, integrating it, is it's the fiber of our, our lives. And so it shouldn't be separate. We shouldn't say, okay, um, I will practice my spirituality between the hours of six and eight this evening. <laughs> it should be how we're conducting our lives, but that takes practice. That takes, because in so many cases it's new. And I, I think that's where that integration comes from, the ex- balancing the excitement of learning another modality, hearing another guest, reading another um, blog, and then really sitting with that and saying, how do I feel about this? How do I 
How do I know this to be my truth? Has that been your experience with some of the folks that you've seen, that you've worked with uh, either at the uh, Awaken Center for Human Evolution or the Awaken Expos, which we're going to talk about a, a little bit later? Yeah. Um, you know, what I, what I always tell people is it's really about what resonates with you because there's there's so much information out there, especially when you jump into the spiritual world and, and your spiritual path um, and you're blown wide open into the, all these new concepts and beliefs and ideas. Um, and, and the funny thing too, is because a, a lot of the information that, that we find in this spiritual journey is channeled information, whether it's coming directly from us or we're reading it from a book that someone else wrote, or it's being channeled from someone else, you know, in a, an event that we're in. Um, there's all this information coming through. And to be honest, there really is no proof that any of it is, is real or true mm-hmm. because we're used to this physical world, you know? So, so when something's coming through from like a, a higher dimension from an, another source, um, it's, it's hard to tell what's, what's right and what's not. And also because it comes through us, the person channeling the information, um, their energy and their perspective, it's like whispered down the lane. I think there is some <laughs> translation, you know? So I always tell people that it's really about what rings true for you when you're on this path and you're gathering information and trying to decide, you know, where to go and what's next. Well, and and Tracy, as as a very gifted uh, healer in any number of modalities, but certainly in Reiki, I know part of the original training we take is that you have to be very certain that you understand as a healer, none of this is coming from you. It's coming through you. So getting those messages, channeling them how in whatever modality, um, I think gives, um, I think that's one of the things that we, we have to remember to, when we work with clients to say, this is you, this is your knowing, this is your connection to the message to the higher self. I agree. Absolutely. And one of the things, one of my favorite phrases is when spirit moves me. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I'll, I'll joke around because I, I would say things to my mother and she'd be like, oh, I'm not going to do it when spirit moves me. And that could be any number of things at the time. But I've always liked that because that's what ends up happening for me personally. And this is my next question to you. It's a funny time of year because everyone's making their vision boards and getting their manifesting ready. And I love this part of the year because I always feel so inspired to do it. But I always have to laugh because there's also that saying, uh, we make plans and God laughs. Yes. So I'll start out the year with my vision board. And then between being in flow and synchronicity and the people that you meet and spirit moving you, by the end of the year, you've dreamed up something even bigger that was inspired by spirit on your path. So my question to you is what came first, the expos, the Awaken Expos, we have the music festivals and the healing expo or the nonprofit. What did spirit move you to begin? It's, um, well, the, the, the expos came, came second. Um, but the, the kind of journey that, that I went on and it was, it connects to what I was originally saying when I was talking about me getting on this path and then kind of feeling lost and trying to find another like organization or place to be a part of. Um, it was out of that journey that led to creating Awaken because what I was realizing was that there's a lot of people out there that religion isn't serving their purpose. They want a greater connection to God, the divine, the universe, whatever you want to call it. They, they know that there's something more. They want a connection to it and they don't necessarily have the place to go. Like, where do you go for that kind of spirituality and connection? And where do you go to meet those kind of people? 
And, and as I was going through, like, you know, looking for spiritual communities and starting to connect with some circle miracles was one of them. I realized how many people are out there that are looking for more and don't really know what to do, where to go. And they can't necessarily talk about it with just like their quote, regular friends and family. And that is what led to the creation of awakening. So I wanted to, it really just started with the idea of wanting to create a spiritual community center. And because I wanted to be a spiritual community center, it felt right to be a nonprofit, but like I had no idea what we were going to do with it. I thought maybe it'd be like a lounge. We maybe we'd have an art gallery and maybe it'd be a juice bar. Um, but I really wanted it to be a place for people to come together and socialize. And I didn't know what else it was going to be. And it was a little later on that um, a fuller vision started to coalesce. And even the logo, the logo came to me before I even um, had anything else in the works. And I just saw this kind of sun and like a, a third eye. And I was like, what is this? And I sketched it and I, and I didn't even know what it was. I'm like, why am I drawing this? And I was like, oh my God, it's for my center. And then I needed a, a name and I thought, okay, Awaken sounds great, but I'm like, everything's about Awaken. It needs to be more than that. And then, so then the, the Center for Human Evolution hit me and the fact that the initials were C-H-E, so we call it Awaken Chi for short, it was all just perfect. And the idea that it's a Center for Human Evolution um, brings in that idea of people coming together and you know, in a physical place. Um, but I also didn't have a physical place and, and there's a lot of cost to it. So I didn't know where to even start. Um, and it was one of my friends at the time said, well, we'll just start like, just, so just do an event, like just start anywhere, <laughs> throw an event together at, you know, it'll be your first awaken event <clears throat> and talk about perfect timing. Cause, cause this was happening like probably October of 2012, you know? And she was like, why don't you do, a, a 2012 event, you know, uh, this 12, 21, like 12 was the big day. And, and I go, I don't want to, like everyone else is doing something on, on 12, 21. I don't want to do 12, 21. And then it hit me like, okay, so it was like the little voice. So do it the day after. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's brilliant. Nobody's doing anything the next day because everybody's doing all their 12, 21 stuff. So, so the first awaken event was on 12, 22, uh, 12, and I called it Awaken the World. And with the idea that, you know, everyone was talking about how the Mayan calendar was ending and there was this concept of the end of the world as we knew it and all this kind of stuff. So it was like, why not start our first event on the quote, first day of the new world? So it was just brilliant that that all came together the way it did. And that's what started it all. And it was a little later in the year, um, in 2013, that the idea of putting together an expo to really introduce people to all the amazing healing techniques that are out there and the amazing practitioners that are in our own backyard, that concept was coming through and it just felt right to put it together into some kind of expo. Um, So then the expo came, you know, it it was just about a year after I held my first event. That's amazing. And your expos are fantastic. We're going to talk about them as soon as we get back. And um, again, we're with Greg Campisi, founder of Awaken Center for Human Evolution, and we have many more questions for him when we return.
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Inspired Chi Radio. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to yourtruechi at gmail.com. Now, back to AJ and Tracy. Welcome back to Inspired She Radio with our guest, Greg Campisi, and my co-host, AJ Johnsack. We were just speaking about Greg's work with the Awaken Center of Human Evolution that he founded and his annual expos. Now, he does healing expos every year up at the Bucks County Community College for those of you who are local. And I believe it was just last year that you started doing the art and music festivals in the summer as well. Yes. We had an opportunity to attend, uh, well, to present in 2017. Tracy and I were both invited, and thank you so very much for the invitation. And we presented up at the um, Awaken Expo. And what a great experience that was for us. But what a great energy. What a great energy. And the Bucks County Community College is located in Newtown, Pennsylvania, a suburb of Philadelphia, in case anybody is wondering. But I have to tell you, People come from the tri-state area. Uh, people, I know we've met people from, certainly from Pennsylvania, but from New Jersey and Delaware. And when we presented uh, just a couple of months ago, we met people from Maryland as well. So who had booked a room to spend the night because they were attending both days. This is, if you're seeking um, uh, just a great place to absorb a, a lot of energy a great place to learn about a lot of different modalities, not just learn, but experience them. This is the festival that you want to come to well worth uh, the drive. And uh, Greg has, uh, who I consider a collector of souls uh, has, has really created something special at the awaken expos. And Greg, we want to get back and, and finish and continue, continue talking about, how the festivals have evolved, the Awaken Healing Expos. Um, So you've seen a difference. You created this in 2012, and we are now going into 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've grown every year. What has been your experience um, with how you keep creating them every year? What have you noticed? What's, What's your moment of clarity from year to year? Is it the size of the 
crowds? Is it the types of modalities? What's your excitement about continuing to do the Awaken Healing Expos? Uh, well, I think the most exciting thing about it is its growth um, because the the whole purpose and intent of the expo, because there's a lot of expos out there, both both big and small, and I like to do things differently and I like to focus on people's experience. And um, and actually for, for this past year, um, I part of my marketing, I had come up with the three perfect words that really explain what the expo is, educational, experiential, and empowering. And that's always been the focus of it is exposing people to different types of modalities that are out there, to different types of practitioners that are out there, and to new concepts and ideas. And again, because we're a nonprofit, a lot of what I want to do is to educate and empower people without it costing them a lot of money because there's a lot of stuff out there that does cost a lot of money to attend and to go to. So we have our expos. We, we let people into the healing expo for free. Um, we always have free lectures and then we do what I consider more experiential workshops. And those are things that we charge for and the healings and the readings, those we charge for. And it's also a fundraiser for us. So not only is this my favorite show because of the experiences that people have, and we have had some amazing life-changing experiences through this expo, um, but it is a fundraiser for us. So it helps our organization, you know, keep growing and, and keep sustaining. Um, and so seeing it grow and seeing people hearing the experiences uh, is the most amazing thing. And um, we also had uh, a video finally made. Um, and the funny thing is when, when, my video guy put it together and it ended up being a nine minute video, which was much longer than expected. We were, we were looking for maybe like a three minute video, but there was so much good information that it just ended up being that way. And he's like, I can cut it down if you want me to. And I like, I, I didn't want to touch it. It was just, it's so beautifully captured everything that we do and the experiences that people are having. Um, and it's just amazing to see that growth, that more people are hearing about this, more people are coming to it. And it keeps growing every year. When we did our first expo, we were at a little friends meeting house. We had, um, we actually added on the vendors kind of last minute just because we're like, oh, people just need something to do while they're waiting for their sessions. Because we were just focused on the, the sessions and a, and a couple um, talks. And, you know, so we only had like three or four vendors in a little room. And we probably only had like 15 practitioners doing healing work. And we are now, and it was a one day event and we had, I, I, I don't even think we had a hundred people. Like we might've only had like 60 or 70 people come that day. And it has now grown to a two day expo where we have probably almost 50 practitioners throughout the weekend doing energy healings or readings. Um, we have, like I said, we have talks uh, every half hour all weekend around the clock. So there, there's a ton of talks and then we have the workshops every hour and we have, you know, four or 500 people coming now on, on a regular basis. Uh, so it's just, it's just awesome to see all that come together. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it growing. Um, the, the one, the one bit of feedback is because I get lots of, of really amazing um, stories and testimonials about the expo. And the one bit of feedback that, that kind of breaks my heart is people tell me that it is the best expo they've ever been to as far as organization and the energy and the people yes. and, and all that. But then it's followed up by it's also the best kept secret because they're like, we didn't even know about it till this year, you know, 
And and they're, and they're like, is this your first year running? And I'm like, no, it's like the seventh year. Like I can't believe. <laughs> so it's, and it's, it's just, it's one of those things with, with this day and age, I feel like it's getting trickier and trickier to, to get in front of people and stay in front of people and people are busier than ever. So we're always just trying to get the word out about the expos and that it's, it's an amazing event. And you just, you, you can't even try to describe it, you know, like you really need to be at the expo to understand the energy and the experience that you have from it. And for those of you who are not local and won't be able to check that out, Greg now has a new show. Greg, along with your co-host, uh, co-host, hostess, I, I don't know what is politically correct these days, but uh, Rianne Lockhart is your co-host. Um, share a little bit about this. This is very new yes. and very exciting. So this is, a, I guess, the next step in your journey, unless you're, you've got a 12 other steps that you're keeping <laughs> hidden from us, which we'll get to eventually. Yeah, there's always, there's always a lot of steps to my, my journey. Well, um, <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll quickly back up, um, you know, so with, with the evolution of Awaken, the idea was to always get to a center, but it was also a matter of just starting somewhere. So we started with just smaller events, meetups, um, and it led to the expos and, you know, we had those going on. And then, um, I also wanted to create an online, um, resource for people. So our website is also an online event calendar and directory. Um, and, and the events, it's not only the events happening at the Awaken Center, but it's events happening um, all over our local area because I wanted to create a resource so people that are on the spiritual path, whether they're new to it or they've been on it a while, if they're looking for events, they can find them. So it was important for me to add in that component. And this is just the next step is I really want to start doing more live online. Um, well, it doesn't always have to be live, but I wanted to start doing more online um, and social media related content to put it out there to people who can't come to the, to the center and can't come to the expos. So, and, and even the physical center, the physical center we've only had for like a year and a half. I mean, it feels like it's been so much longer than that, but, but even the center is fairly new for our organization. And so this is just the next step. The next evolution is, is getting the online content out there. And uh, I had the idea a while ago and had mentioned it to a couple people. And I think Rian was one of them. And, you know, nothing ever came about and I was kind of busy. And then it was at, um, I think it was at the op an open house we had recently, Rian stopped by and she's like, are you still thinking about doing that show? Cause, cause she had just started putting more content out there herself as well. Um, just on her own and had this idea of, you know, like, well, well, let's do a show and, and have a host, you know, a co-host and bring some people on. And so as soon as she said it, I was like, oh, let's do it. You know, time is right. Let's get <laughs> I'm going. <in>. Yeah. <laughs> And, and we really wanted to do something that, that was just fun because the two of us have, have a really fun dynamic. You know, we don't want to take it too seriously. So it's, it's a great way to get information out there. Um, and we wanted it to be a live show. We're doing a Facebook live show because we also want people to be able to interact a little bit who are joining us live. Um, and and we, we, we do it um, two Tuesdays a month at 11 a.m. Uh, and you know, as far as bringing guests on, it's a little tricky because we need to find some guests that don't have regular jobs, but we both have kids. So it's a lot easier for us <laughs> to pull off a show <laughs> that's during the work day rather than being an evening or a night. So, you know, we had to, <laughs> to make that decision for, for our sanity and not have kids running around in the background. Um, so it's, so it's a great start. It's a great start, um, to, to putting that 
online content out there. And one of the other things that I started doing was I've been trying to do, I, I call them daily doses of consciousness. And I've been doing little Facebook live blurbs um, for just like two, three minutes, just putting out a little conscious thought, a little mindful thought um, for people on their path. And I, I try to do it, you know, maybe four or five times a week. Um, and all this information that we're putting out there, if I do it on Facebook Live, we also put it on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash awakenche. So we try to be out there in as many different formats as we can, because that's kind of what you need to do these days to reach people. It, it's interesting in this day and age where we have so many devices where we can instantaneously connect with one another, we seem to still struggle to communicate with one another. Yeah. And so getting the word out, I think, is, is something that many of us in, in this community still wonder, well, what's the most effective way? Uh, but I will tell you, I'm, I'm, one of the things that after I, I met you and became aware of the Awaken Center and have had an opportunity to um, meet and, and work with some of the folks within your community, these folks are all about collaboration. They're not about competing with one another. And I, I think that does make your Awaken Healing Expos different than some of the other events that I've attended um, throughout the, the Northeast, actually, part of the, the country. There, there is no one method to do any one modality. There are, so you may have several people practicing Reiki, but everybody's doing it with a sense of, um, their own knowing. And again, it's still going to come down to what does the client really need? So uh, there, there doesn't, there's very much a sense of collaboration and great energy at your centers, uh, at, at your healing expos. And that's one of the things I know Tracy and I always try to create within our business and among the community that um, we serve in because spirit has no limitations. So there shouldn't be a limitation on how many tarot readers are in one place at one time how many reiki masters are in one place at one time at the awaken healing expos you really have created a collaboration within your community that people are excited to be there not just for the clients they may meet but about the other healers and within whose company they can be so kudos to you, because I think, Tracy, you and I have both noticed absolutely, that. Absolutely. I mean, there's such an honor and respect among the collective Yes. when you participate in, in that type of expo. And it's really nice to be able to have that community and tribe where you don't have to start every conversation you're having with. I know this sounds crazy, but, you know, <laughs> as if you haven't heard it before, experienced it before, but it's nice to have that on a level where you do feel like it is a community. So that feels great. And, you know, speaking of the community, the collection of, of healers and intuitives and teachers that have been a part of your journey, have been a part of Awaken Center for Human Evolution, have recently been compiled into Stories of Awakening, the first published book for the Awaken Center for Human Evolution. So let's talk about that. How did that happen? Yeah. Um and, and again, because I've I've so many ideas. I'm I'm a creative type by nature, so there's always new ideas that I want to put forth and birth through Awaken. And again, this has been on the list for a long time to have. Uh, I call it Awaken Press, and because um, we have Hay House, you know, out on the the West Coast. And I mean, I would love for Awaken 
to become a, a bit of a hay house for the East Coast. Um, uh, and but, Greg, I have to tell you, both Tracy and I are sitting here shaking our heads like, yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so it's, we've been for a while, like, like tossing the idea around of starting like an Awaken Press and putting out some books. And again, it, it all comes down to the timing um, and it just being right. And rather than, uh, you know, waiting for the right author to come along and the right story and, you know, we're doing a novel or whatever, uh, Allison, Allison Kritzer, uh, some of you know her as Allison Sahu. Allison Kritzer runs our blog, and she does an amazing job. Um, and again, this goes this goes back to us just wanting to put information out there for people and, and give them a resource for people. So um, she came to me wanting to do a blog, and she's done a great job of collecting all kinds of different stories. We have different categories that we work with, and some of them are articles written by people. Some of them are interviews with people, and. Um, you know, she started putting it together for the website and then we were tossing around the idea of the Awaken Press again and creating a book. And, you know, she said, can we just pull together some of our blog articles and publish it as a book? And it was brilliant. I was like, that's great. I was, you know, I was like, it's, it's a perfect way to get started. The material's already written. It's already edited. And it's just a matter of putting together the right, um, the right stories. So, you know, I told her, let's, you know, let's, take a couple from each category and put it together and she sent it over to me. And my, my traditional career is graphic design and website design. So I'm very fortunate that I can create all the graphics and marketing material for everything we do with Awaken. Um, and even for the expos and stuff, you know, I come up with all the brand looks and all that. Um, so for, for the book, I, I did the layout. Um, the one thing I didn't do was, the cover because I have a friend, Eric Labaz, who is an amazing graphic designer and his niche is doing book covers. Um, and I, he um, pulled together an amazing cover for me. And it was funny too, because in, in any kind of creative process and in anything that you're doing, really, it doesn't even have to be creative. You just know when something feels right. You know, it's really about tuning in. And the first couple covers he sent me were beautiful covers, but none of them felt right. And then the, he did something completely different. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's it. And he knew it was it. And I showed it to my board and they're all like, yeah, that's the cover, <laughs> you know? So um, it just came together beautifully. And, and it was the fastest book we put together because we wanted to have it published by our expo that we did November of 2019, just a couple months ago. And we honestly put this book together, I think within two months, um, Maybe wow. even less than that. It, it was just amazing. Eric turned the cover around in, within like a week. Um, and, and you know, I pulled the book together, um, just came together really, really well and really fast. And, you know, self-published, published online, got a couple copies made up to sell at the expo. And I, I think we got like 25 copies made up and we sold like 20 of them at, at the expo. So it was great. And the book's been really well received. And it's it's great for us, great for Awaken, but it's also just another way that we're putting out the information and introducing these local um, gifted practitioners and authors and healers to the community just in another way. So, Well, and I have to say it's also great for a member, uh, one member of our audience because we we're actually going to be gifting a copy of the book. Uh, and we're going to talk about that more in just a moment when we come back. And uh, stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment and we'll be speaking to Greg Campisi uh, when we return more about the, uh, this collection, Stories of Awakening. And I just want to take a moment because one of our community and tribe of people that we 
you spend time with and do some energy healing work and do some bartering of services, Christy Ferguson has a how to develop your intuition, one of the articles in the book. So that was really a fascinating read too for people who are starting to develop their intuition. Absolutely. So shout out to Christy, one of our favorite healers. And uh, we'll be back in just a moment and we're going to speak more about this amazing collection uh, with Greg Campisi. the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Inspired Chi Radio. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to yourtruechi at gmail.com. Now, back to AJ and Tracy. And welcome back to Inspire Chi Radio. Our guest this week has been Greg Campisi of the Awakened Center for Human Evolution. This has been a fascinating story about your journey to your own awareness and your calling to bring other people into awareness in their own spiritual practices over uh, low these many years and many lifetimes, may I say. Uh, we've been speaking about your first book, which is uh, Stories of Awakening, Writings and Interviews about Healing, Awakening, Lessons from the Other Side, and more. This is a fascinating book, and as I mentioned previously, we're going to be gifting a copy of this book to one member of our radio audience, so you can hop on over to our very own site, InspiredChiRadio.com, InspiredChiRadio.com for a chance to win this. And we're excited about getting this in the hands of a wider audience. And so tell us, when's Volume 2 coming out? 
uh, funny you should ask because um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't give you an exact date, but um, uh, I, so this first volume, like I said, we, we miraculously pulled together very quickly and the goal was to have it out for our expo. And what I'm feeling is that that is a good uh, time frame for releasing future volumes is to release them because we need to collect, you know, enough blog articles for the next edition and we don't put in all the blog articles. It's, it's, you know, picking and choosing to get a nice balance. Um, so it's hard to say what that time frame will look like, but I do like and really feel that each year around the time of the expo, the expo is always in November. It's, it's usually the first or second weekend of November. That's the perfect time to release our next volume. So um, we might have it together a little bit before then, but what I would say is look for volume two towards the end of 2020 in, you know, uh, sometime in October, probably at the very latest by the beginning of November. I love that. And of course, you know, we've been members of your expo for 2017, 2019, and we are giving you our RSVP right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are 2020. If we are welcome, we would love to be a part of it again. It is amazing. Like I said, if you're local, definitely keep your eye on, head over to awakenchi.org for a directory of holistic practitioners many of which you can contact through distance work if you find the modality, the healer, the teaching that you're looking for. And Greg, thank you so much for being a part of today's episode and sharing your experience. We loved having you here. I'm sure we will have you back again because I feel like we could probably talk for hours. We can. <laughs> it, has we been can. Such, it has been such a pleasure. And as, uh, as I've said, uh, this is purely selfish reasons because we never get a chance to really connect uh, and sit down and have a longer conversation. So this was the universe giving us a gift. So thank you so very much. I enjoy it. And thank you. And you two are two of my favorite people in the spiritual community. I love you both and love what you're doing. Oh, thank oh, you thank so much. You. And we're going to be up at your center this spring. We talked about that. We'll talk a little bit more about that off camera. And, um, and Greg, thanks a lot. You're very welcome. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red Set. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
This is Inspired Chi Radio. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to yourtruechi at gmail.com. Now, back to AJ and Tracy. Join us next week for episode three, where we flip the script a little bit and do an interview, a spotlight on our own AJ Johnsack, hypnotherapist, past life regressionist, Reiki master, intuitive, and much more. I'm sure you have a million questions, as do I. If you've been lucky enough to experience any of AJ's healing work, whether at our local workshops or retreats, and soon will be available online for your own home meditation, you will know that the journey never ends with that moment that you continue as you journal on to discover things about yourself and as you unlock them, you tend to be on a path where your synchronicities line up and you always elevate higher. And I'm so delighted to be able to get a little bit inside of that head there and see (laughs) how that stuff works. We did the history of tarot. We talked about awakening as a community. And now let's talk about the ancient, ancient past that brought us where we are now. It is always such an interesting journey, uh, which is why I am such an experiential junkie. And uh, I, I say that uh, as uh, somebody who wears that title proudly, because I think it is our own experience that we gain that greater knowing and awareness and certainty that we are on the right path. And for me, the path has been um, kind of windy. Uh, and I don't think that's unusual at all. I think that we, we tend to, again, if we're experiential junkies, we go from one thing to another to another. But I have to tell you that in hindsight, where I started as a teenager, which uh, anybody who has met me knows that's been quite a few years ago, uh, I first became interested in this whole subject by being given a, an Edgar Casey book about past life regression. And at the time, as a teenager, I thought, well, that's interesting, but I'm not quite sure what it means. And over the years, I've studied any number of modalities, but I've always been fascinated by regression and reincarnation. And I find myself that it is really the bedrock of the work I'm doing now, doing Akashic Record Reading, which is the universal story of all of our lives and all of our stories, and how they interconnect, by the way, as well as doing... uh, past life regressions and doing soul realignment readings, which is another fascinating area of subject, which really just talks about what are those choices you're making in your life, both positive and negative, that are taking you closer to or further away from your divine gifts, which is really the starting point for anybody's journey. So uh, that's what's in this head of mine, if you're wondering. (laughs) And uh, I'm excited to have a chance to share more of that with the audience. As am I. (laughs) Tune in next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America's Empowerment Network. Thank you so much for listening this week to Inspired Chi Radio. Be sure to join your hosts, Tracy Sanginiti and A.J. Johnsack, for another edition next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Stay inspired.